Hey everyone, it's Justin from Justin Words. It's a triple genre. Find the joke. Anyway, tonight for my ninth episode, I have with me my friend Jesse. Remember him? He was on an episode with I did with humanity with Jesse and Pierce. Well, here he is again with just him, and we're gonna talk about a lot of things. Such a good list. Alright. Yeah. Alright, let me start and let me let's yeah. start with that. Alright. <laughs> Alright. I recorded it. So, Jesse. Yes. What would you do if you were immortal? Alright, so first things first, we gotta pin down the type of immortality we're talking about. Alright. Do we mean like I live a normal human lifespan, but cannot be killed early by any means, like a wolverine type of deal? Or are we talking about, I will never die of old age, but can get shot in the head where, whenever? Or are we talking about both unkillable and will never age? Well, okay, obviously we're humans, so we can't age. Well, yeah, but... would I age? Because I don't want to age and be immortal, do you? Just be getting eternally more and more crippled by time. True. Okay, uh, yes, we could talk about, um... Uh, Rolverine type. Rolverine. So, like, you'll die eventually. Yeah. But you can't be killed. That's it. Alright, cool. So, well, I like martial arts. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of, well, basic human weaknesses kind of hold us back from doing certain things. Okay. Like, uh, there are certain techniques that you can't do. Well, they're not real because no one's ever done them, but you could do them. The thing is, you'd hurt yourself real bad. Um, so there's that. And then not only that, but uh, obviously sparring is kind of fake fighting. Mm-hmm. And so you could fight for real every time. Okay. You would get a lot better experience. Right. Right. And then also you'd develop a pretty high pain tolerance from that. Mm-hmm. So you would become an amazing combatant. Um, I would keep it pretty low key though, because you know some guy who works for a pharmaceutical company would like google that one indestructible kid on youtube and then they would try and hunt me down and slice me open like a lab rat to figure out how i was all wolverine maybe maybe well you know uh the only reason they wouldn't is because of morality and well i'm not counting on the morality of pharmaceutical companies how's that sure <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so yeah um i keep it kind of low-key but yeah. i would definitely take really risky jobs Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, like, risky jobs pay well. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would do all of those and get paid amazing, mm-hmm. but never have an actual risky job. Yo, that's kind of cool. I enjoy the army and being in the world. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, like, you could go special ops all the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be <laughs> sick as hell. That would, that would be kind of, that would be kind of Yeah. But, like, <laughs> let's just hope you're working for the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. otherwise you'd be like an immortal terrorist and that wouldn't be any good. That, no, that would not be good. So yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's what I would do. I'd Wolverine style immortality. Mm. You know what I would do on the other hand? Would you? Experience was like to get hit by a car. Hmm. You can do that anyway. No, I know I could, <laughs> but the difference is that the chances of me... Because look, 
Yeah, yeah. sure, I'd probably break something. But you'd live. But I'd live. Yeah. But or, you, you just want to have it be broken for like the eight seconds before it heals, as opposed to like for six months. Yeah, but then there's also the fact that, like, apparently this we all know that there's probably PTSD after you get hit by a car and all that. Depends. PTSD is actually a really random thing. We don't know what, like, we know trauma triggers it, mm-hmm. but there's some soldiers who go to active combat, see absolute horrors, and come back just kind of okay. True. Like, and they're not sociopaths or mm-hmm. anything, like, they've got human feelings. It's just, yeah. So you could get PTSD from getting hit by that. Yeah. So the thing is, you know, get hit by that. Feel the way it feels like, and then like we talked about earlier, mm. if it if our brain reacts to the fact that it's safe since we're immortal, it'll just mm. get you stronger, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And by the way, for the audience, um, the reason muscles tearing uh, in small doses and then healing makes you stronger yeah. is because your brain feels like it's safe. But uh, you know, when bones break clear, cleanly too, like when it's a clean break, not a shatter. Yeah. They can also grow back stronger. Okay. Right? So your, your nervous system, to some degree, if it feels like the damage is safe, okay. it'll heal stronger. And if it doesn't, it won't. And if you are immortal, everything would it'll be, be safe. It'll be safe. So you would essentially get hit by a car and then become slightly more durable. Of course, there'd be human limits to that. Yeah. So you would only get so durable. Mm-hmm. But, geez, you'd get pretty fucking durable. <laughs> Like you get Ripley's Believe It or Not. Like, you know those guys? Like, uh, in the Ripley's Believe It or Not thing? Yeah. With all the mm. world records for, yeah. like, I can lie on knives right. and not get hurt and all mm-hmm. that crazy shit. You essentially have all of their skills. So not only would you be really regenerative, after a certain amount of damage, you'd, you'd get pretty durable, too. Like you'd be hard to hurt. True, true. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Yeah. So essentially what you're saying is that you would use your superpower to get another superpower? Yeah. That would probably work. And then combine those superpowers to get a third one. Yeah. Etc. Etc. <laughs> Always become stronger. Always. Somehow. Never not become more powerful. That's the rule, kids. <laughs> wait, wait, what? I said never not become more powerful. That's the rule, kids. <laughs> okay. The double negative. I was trying to be cute. Nice night, though. Hell yeah. We're doing this outside. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> Got the nickname. Yeah, so if you hear any background noise, that's what. Cars, wind, and shit. Yeah. Mmm. You know what's weird? I remember, um, I was, like, back in February this year, I was thinking when I'm gonna reach, um, Three years with Margaret. Yeah. Which is gonna be in April. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then your birthday's in April. And I'm like, wait a minute. We finish in April. So that's in two months. So, like, when it was February, I was like, oh shit. It's gonna be three years with her in two months. God damn. Yeah. Like, on, yeah, on the 13th, I was like, oh, two, two months? That was gonna go by. Damn, okay. And, like, trying to think of it, it went pretty quick. Cool. Like, in my opinion, college kind of went quick yeah i wish i had that experience <laughs> although technically i finished college before any of you well, yes <laughs> but that's only because i dropped out real fast Pretty i mean i got much. plans of going back after covid's done but uh yeah are you gonna still take your uh, program if you go back going back to physics yeah 
El Rey Jose. I got a passion for physics, but I realized I don't have a passion for academia. Facts. You know, and I yeah. realized like I could go into a nice, secure physics career and hate the five years that I'm in the program to learn it, and then dislike my job for like the first twenty years because you know they tell you, oh yeah, you graduate from here, mm-hmm. and then now you're a physicist, you're off working at CERN or wherever. Sorry, nope. you're working at CERN. Okay, yeah, the big particle collider. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, no, you're cleaning test tubes for some other guy who's been in more time than you. Right. For like a long ass time. And then you get to physics. Yeah. You, you get to like one single subject of physics. Mm-hmm. You, you pretty much work with two equations of your own choosing for the rest of your life. Yeah. And then maybe, if you're lucky, you'll make a third. And then no one remembers your name. And they only just pay you enough so you can die bored. <laughs> Right, so then I was like, well, yeah, I like physics, but I don't like it that much. So I figured instead of maybe money and security, I wanted happiness. So I don't know what the fuck that means or what I'm going to do with it, but uh, that's what I'm going for. I guess that's a good thing about that. Yeah, because like, as long as I get the fundamental things that mm-hmm. I need in life, I don't give a rat's ass about homelessness. You know what I mean? Oh, happy but... is happy, man. You don't need yeah. anything other than happy for that. What I was going to say is that, I guess, what's cool about that is that, uh, you know how, like, if you look in the dictionary or whatever, there's, like, a word, and it normally means that, and that's that, you can't change it? Mm-hmm. I feel like happy would be the only thing it's subjective to everyone. Well, really, any feeling. Yeah, yeah, any emotion. feelings, by their very definition, are completely unobjective. Yeah. They're just... Like, and here's the crazy shit, too. Because we know we all act the same mm-hmm. with different emotional stimuli. Right. But nope. feel-wise, mm-hmm. we don't know everybody on Earth has a different, like, love could feel different to you than it could to me. Oh, yeah. Like, we both act the same. Mm-hmm. But, like, depends. who the fuck knows if we're, well, yeah, all these things <laughs> depends on the person. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, who knows? The feeling could be completely different for everyone. That's true. The point I was getting at is if, because let's say if I would ask you right now, yeah, um, to you, what would be the meaning of life? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, geez, you're not pulling any punches. You're going right to the hard questions, aren't you? <laughs> no, well, okay. The, so, okay. Great. Depends what you mean by life. Humans okay. are in kind of a unique position. I would say we're half animal and half god. Okay. Not the god, little yeah. lowercase g. Because, like, we've got the capacity to, like, self-correct mm-hmm. and self-control outside of instinct. Mm-hmm. You know, we can also make nukes. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, those are little suns that we can throw at each other when we get pissed. That's not god shit. I don't know what it is. Little suns. Yeah, like, little wee stars. Just like, fuck you. Throws a star at you. Jesus Christ. There's a star now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You turned into fucking ash. Anyway. But yeah, and then we're also definitely part M. We got instincts, we got these silly mortal little body things, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So humans have a lot more diverse mm-hmm. of a definition of life than I right. think other creatures have. Okay. Right? So I would say for the biological purpose of life, science already figured that out a while ago. Okay. 
Right, the biological purpose of life is to achieve immortality via reproduction. You want to pass on the information in your genes to another thing. Yeah. I fucking, I never thought of it that way. Well, yeah, that's what it is. I never thought of it that way. That's probably one of the reasons that we both um, I never dislike age I never, and personal weakness, and also are so attracted to the concept of reproduction like sex. Oh, because shit. in a literal sense, that process is immortalizing you. Holy shit. Well, that's shit. if it's for reproductive purposes. But like, yeah, that's I that's why the that's why that. the mammal brain releases such cool chemicals when you're having sex. Is because that's literally your incentive, your chemical incentive to achieve immortality. Hmm. Right? So, so yeah. basically, your genes become immortal in a way. Yeah. Well, obviously, there's slight mutations to them when yeah. you pass them on. Right. But like, your information gets passed on. Like, and when you think about it in terms of that, like, mm-hmm. if we're all fundamentally just DNA that's manipulating other larger atoms like carbons and proteins to yeah. do what it wants, mm-hmm. then, like, think about the first life, mm-hmm. like that little RNA strand mm-hmm. that just happened to be able to reproduce in that chemical pool wherever it was on the earlier stages of Earth. Yeah. It never died. We're it, it just sequentially got more powerful yeah. and complex mm-hmm. and varied, and yeah, literally it evolved. Like so, yeah, that's a cool little way of thinking that we're all connected and we're literally all the same being. Yeah. We're just that one initial immortal being that made itself more and more powerful and diverse and whatnot, and now you have us. We all know what is being human because we're all human beings. Well, <laughs> most of us do anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is a little play on words I made. Yeah, anyway. I, I guess. But yeah, so biologically speaking, the uh, the reason, like the purpose, the meaning in life mm-hmm. is to achieve immortality via reproduction. I actually love that. Yeah. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use that again. Definitely. Feel in free a book. To. I, yeah. I'll, I'll use it. I, I love that. Nice. I'm not sure. Okay, cool. So I know I heard the basic concept of that somewhere else. Okay. But I don't know if it was phrased that way. See, that's something I feel like I pulled out myself. You know what? Whether but definitely you, research it. Like, that may not be my point. Whether you pull out, whether you pulled it out or not, I'm using it. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, you I'm just you saying, told it to me. I'm going to use it from you. Yeah, you told okay. it to me. Fair enough. Anyway, yeah. the point was... So, yes. yeah, okay. so that's the biological purpose of life, so mm-hmm. far as I can see. And we definitely right. have a biological component. And then depending on your personal views, yeah. there could be a whole bunch of other things. Like, you could, for example, be of the opinion that um, heart, like emotions and mind are separate. Right. And you could also be one of those people who thinks you have a soul. Right? Right. So, depending on who you are, there could be one, two, three other purposes of life. Right. On top of the basic biological. Mm-hmm. The, the maximum is three, and that would be heart and mind and soul. You know, body, heart, mind, and soul would be all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if the soul's a thing. Here's the thing, too. Like, we have a bunch of, like, semantic evidence okay. for this thing that's called a soul. Where it's like, oh, your feeling of what's right and wrong. And, like, some people say it's like, it's your passion. Or other people just say it's this immortal thing that's watching you do shit so that it can, you know, torture you or reward you after you're dead. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck version of soul you have. So let's just say that soul and emotions, let's wrap those up into one. Okay. Because if you're happy with yourself and you feel like you're doing the moral thing, you feel morally inclined, then your soul is happy by most people's thing. 
solo trips. Yeah, well, let's just wrap those up. Um, but then, uh, and people think that you know, your emotions come from your heart, yeah. which is a misnomer. That thing, that thing's a water pump. Yeah. So, like, emotions come from chemically speaking, very high levels. Emotions are good if you're very angry, yeah. but then they express themselves through neurochemicals. Yes, serotonin being one of them. Exactly. And so then uh, your mind releases linked to your emotions, uh-huh. which is then linked to your soul. Yeah. So let's just call everything that's not the body consciousness. Okay. Right? It's yeah. your awareness of right. how you experience things. Mm-hmm. And if you're Christian or Muslim or Jewish or whatever, you can say there's a soul in there. This is just like consciousness is just a nice general word. So yeah. Life mm-hmm. um, I honestly think that um, knowing the purpose of that yeah. is impossible. Like knowing that there is a purpose to that. Yeah. Because fundamentally speaking, we made it. Right. Without right? The, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So like, it exists because of, like we created it. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people think that like if there weren't humans, there'd still be this thing okay. that we call a consciousness. Mm-hmm. Which and I don't know either way, but our specific brand of consciousness. Whether or not you believe in some god or super consciousness or higher beings or whatever, mm-hmm. our brand of consciousness wouldn't exist without us. Right. Like we are the engine that creates that consciousness, yeah. Right? And so we made it up. Of course. Right? And so I think by definition of that, uh, and by definition of most people, unless you're a masochist, um, are attracted to, you know, happiness. General good feeling. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't yeah. Go through every good feeling. So, yeah. Um, although even masochists just derive good feelings from, from bad ones. Yeah. So, so even that. Yeah. yeah even anyway, that. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so I would say the purpose of that, because we made it, is unique to each individual. Yeah. That's always kind of getting it. Yeah. Exactly. So like, the purpose of consciousness is to find, just make up a purpose, because you made up the consciousness. Yeah. So your consciousness now has a responsibility to make up a purpose. To make up a purpose for itself. That, that fulfills whatever desires or pleasures or larger purposes, morality, helping others, helping yourself. Who knows? Maybe you just want to get laid. Who knows? Maybe you want to cure cancer. Like whatever it is, your purpose. Yeah. So yeah, I think honestly the uh, the just purpose of consciousness, like life that way, is for everyone who has one. To develop to, it. To make their own purpose. Yeah. Um, to build a bear thing to your own life and brain. True. <laughs> <laughs> well, the point I was going to bring with that is that you could, we could ask probably anyone on this planet. Yeah. They would all have a different meaning of it. Exactly. So the people who look for one, mm-hmm. you know, you know people who kind love... defeats the purpose. <laughs> yeah, they defeat yeah. the purpose. <laughs> like, you need to make one. Yeah, like, you need to make one. But here's the thing. The one big purpose. Yeah. Well, I know I just literally stupid look for the one big purpose. Mm-hmm. But the one big purpose of consciousness mm-hmm. is to find a purpose to make it. Right. And of course, you gotta have trial and error. That's like, it. It's not gonna be a first one. No. You know what I mean? Like when you're four or whenever you're actually become conscious, whenever that age is. I feel like it's five. Yeah, I don't know. We'll just say a number <laughs> four or five. Maybe. Yeah. And then, yeah, so then your first one is probably like how about 10. Right. And then you realize that that's just saying you're not very happy with all that. So mm-hmm. you run back to the drawing board. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so like, true. And then you just do that and over and over until you actually have a picture. Like until, until you have something that's satisfying. Yeah. 
you know, whatever satisfies you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course I'm saying that, but that also unfortunately includes those who are born with evil proclivities for what we call evil, who uh, greatly do not benefit us with the things that satisfy them. Right? So, unfortunately, I don't think the nature of the soul or consciousness or whatever is innately moral, because if its purpose is to find its own satisfaction through a meaning it made up for itself, that's not always going to be what we want. I don't think the soul is You're talking about people, are you? Hmm? You're talking about you, are you? Sometimes. Well, of course, I'm not always good. And, like, everybody <laughs> enjoys evil things. True. Not everybody enjoys the same evil things. Yeah, true. But, like, you know, like, there's no one who's ever, like, watched a video with, like, some sound at it. You know, like, like yeah. that sound at it. Of some dude slipping on ice in the winter and laugh and, and not, and not and laugh. laugh. Like everyone's got a bit of well, yeah, a bit of sadist in them. Well, yeah, well, yeah, because that well, yeah, because that helps. That it's like those. It's like when you add. Actually, there was a well, no, there's this reality show called Hundred Humans on Netflix, and I actually enjoy it. Mm-hmm. What they did is they put like a bunch of humans in a room, actually in two rooms, and they showed the same thing. And I think it was people slipping on ice, mm-hmm. or like you know those <laughs> epic fails videos. Yeah, yeah. So what they did in one room, they played that video with no sound, mm-hmm. with no soundtrack, with yeah. no like, yeah, no soundtrack, just the video of the people and their natural sounds, like yeah. if they're hurting or whatever. The other room, they play that same video but with a laugh track. Yeah. So basically, what they concluded from that is, if there's a laugh track in the background, yeah, it kind of tells you it's okay to laugh before you laugh. Yeah. No, exactly. And here's another thing: it's kind of social level. So let's say. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Let, let's say it's you and me right here, mm-hmm. and neither of us are a physical human person. Mm-hmm. Like you know, three stooges type of deal. That's how you know people get in a creative, stupid way, mm-hmm. and it's funny, right? Let's say neither of us enjoy it. Okay. Like right yeah. there. Like right. Neither of us laughs. Yeah. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. Let's say one of us laughs. Then the other that person. That provides real life laughter. Right, that's like, true. So let's say only the people in a crowd who enjoys humor like that. Mm-hmm. And then the collective. It's like, it's like the clapping. Co- and then the collective laughs. Yeah, it's like clapping. Yeah, exactly. One person starts clapping and then everyone starts clapping and then. Unless everyone does like that. But then that's a sign of disapproval. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Two Steve's clapping. Nobody likes them. Yeah. When I was hanging out with uh, Pierce, yeah, we were talking. We were, I think we were talking about your. I was talking to him about your theory about how. I don't know if you remember uh, how God is everything, but just experiencing, experience, experiencing. Everything at, at the same time. As in, like, he's the table, the computer, you, me. Um, yeah. Well, I wasn't saying that there if you necessarily remember. was a God. But what I was saying was, um, it was just this argument of, like, okay, you're a being, you know all of you, you have all the power. What, what are you missing? Experience. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, see, you can know everything, you have all the power. Yeah. And that's something you're lacking. True. Right? And then you might argue, well, wouldn't he just snap his fingers and they get all the experience? Right? <laughs> but yeah, he would. But that's what this is. Yeah. This true. is the snap of those fingers. 
if there's a god, right? Because he would be like, or it, rather, they, it is to a bit, but, um, we'll just say god. I'm not very grammatically correct, I'm just avoid pronouns, because that gets real complicated when it comes to all my beings. True. So, god, um, yeah, he's missing, God is missing experience, and so you think of a girl in this matter, and you and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is. Yeah. If God's real. Which, right. you know, 50 50 split on that. <laughs> yeah. And no, because we were talking about that, and um, it was, we, we were saying that it's, it's weird to think that if he knows everything, Mm-hmm. How could he just experience everything day to day, but then knows what's gonna happen afterwards? Well, I guess the answer would be like time is something that we experience because of our particular place in the universe and our interaction with spatial and temporal dimensions. True. Like this god creature doesn't give a fuck about time. Yeah. So he would experience all of it way slower and faster, instantaneously. Mm-hmm. A little bit of egg. I know that doesn't make sense, but it doesn't need to. You know, it's everything. You know what I mean? So, this god character will just experience it all. Slowly, quickly. All of the ways. All the adjectives. Is how he would experience it. True, true. Yeah. Jeez, it got too fast. What got too fast? The conversation wasn't hit me with what's the meaning of life. It really put me on the spot. <laughs> what? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it shows you how well I am. Good point, good point. It also shows how smart you are. Well, that's if I'm right. It sounded good. We've got no reason to assume I'm right. I could have been full of shit that whole time. we got no clue if I'm right. It sounded cool. Yeah. But uh, we've really got no way of knowing if I'm right. Could be right. Yeah, could be. So that's the thing. That, that's assuming that the universe works out logic. Yeah, true. Which is an illogical assumption because we've never proven that. Right? So even if that sounds super duper logical, mm-hmm. yeah, the answer could be rubber duck. <laughs> like we don't, we don't know. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the meaning of life. Oh, rubber duck. Exactly. No, exactly. Probably. It probably is. But who knows? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, because like if you ask people, mm-hmm. and I guess with their experience, with their background, with whatever they have, yeah, it would tell you something different than someone else. Oh yeah. So true. then someone who's looking is like, well, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they spend their entire life looking. Exactly. And hopefully, you find it with enough time and resources to experience it. Yeah. Before you die. Yeah, that's probably why they want immortality. Ideally. Yeah, because then that gives you as much time as you want to just pick around and, you know, yeah. flow aimlessly through life as we all find convenient. Which is, which is the one, kind of. Well, I mean, yeah. That's what we're all doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's this movie called Soul, though. Have you heard about it? Uh, I've seen some trailers and it's funny. It's a. Uh, jazz musician who dies yeah. by falling down a manhole cover. Yeah. And then he's got to find his purpose. Yeah. Well, that was his purpose, kind of. Oh. <laughs> was to become a jazz musician to the point where he doesn't want to die in vacation, but He doesn't want to die because he didn't believe. Exactly. Mm. But when he, bec- when he comes back to Earth with that 22 dude, yeah. he experiences it all over again. 
He literally experienced his life all over again through his eyes. Through who? Uh, 22. That's the like, divine character? No, no, uh, okay, so, basically, it was a soul world, it's a, it's a world of souls. Mm-hmm. And basically, you could, if you watch the movie, you could probably see it's a world of children, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so he gets to that world, and yeah. he gets partnered up with this child, this soul, mm-hmm. who's named 22. Oh, is that when he died? Probably. No, it's, no, it's his name. Um, People are named 22. Yeah, no. Oh, that would be interesting if souls in the afterlife were named based on the time. That would be, that would be cool. Yeah. So he's partnered up with that dude, the and, and essentially he has to that he has to help Tony to find whatever you know his purpose before he can go to Earth. Also, old souls who have already been there mentor new souls That's on it. how they're supposed to do shit. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he basically, since he knew what Earth was like, kind of, yeah. kind of, he was like oh earth is crap you won't be there you won't be able to do anything uh, blah 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 and then actually no it was kind of the opposite 22 was like that because that's what he'd been told the whole entire time like he's been mentored by a whole bunch of other people before him oh yeah yeah Yeah, so basically everyone told him that oh you won't be you won't be good at anything and all blah 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 so that made him you know unhappy until he came along yeah and And he told him like no dude just find your passion and yeah. it doesn't even matter if you're good at it. You just do it. You're happy doing it. That's it. That's basically what it was. And then the funny thing is when he comes out to when the jazz musician comes out to Earth with 22. Mm-hmm. 22. Oh no. Uh, 22's soul is in the jazz musician's body. So no one knows it's no. Everyone thinks it's a jazz musician, but it's 22. So it's that like the, the jazz musician guy fell down the drain. Mm-hmm. Died, supposedly. Comes oh. back. So, like, was it like a Jesus star resurrection or did the hospital save him? No, no, no. Um, it's. Yes. Yeah. So, um, the souls, when they get their. They have to, they have to get badges. Like, on. Kind? kind of. Okay. Soul scouts. <laughs> yeah. And that after that. Like <laughs> after that, they get the. The, the badge of earth oh, yeah. to come out to, and then there's this portal that opens and then they get dropped on earth I think through someone mm. right they, they get the yeah the, the you know, soul thing whatever yeah which is apparently us somehow alright um that's what brings them to life okay so they get the host of body oh so of a like- child that's gonna be born all in their own bodies. Yes. Oh, so it's kind of like a the tutorial. Yeah. This is how your heart beats. This yeah. is how feet work. You know, yeah. Eating, you gotta digest. Remember That's that. You don't digest and die. Exactly. All that kind of shit. Okay. So learning how to pilot the meat suit. Exactly. Cool. So when he comes down to Earth, when Twenty Two comes down to Earth, yeah. Twenty Two is in the jet musician's body. Mm. So Twenty Two is experiencing everything through his body. 22 did a lot of drugs. No, he just ate pizza. Dog, if you get born into the body of a jazz musician, you're gonna do a lot of drugs. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, and then the funny thing also is that the soul of the jazz musician was a cat. Ooh. 
Mm. So the interesting thing is that the soul of the jazz musician was able to wash his body through the through the eyes of no a cat. Yeah, a cat and wash his body. Watch twenty two, which is someone who never experienced life, do everything for the first time. Oh. So he basically got a rewire of what life is. So he got like another perspective. Exactly. All right, all right, that's pretty cool. Which is kind of cool. No, I think you should. I think I, I, I really enjoyed that movie. It was, and when I was watching it, I was like, huh, that's literally when you need to quit when, like, let's say parents have to look at life through their kids' eyes all yeah, over yeah. again. Yeah. True. All right. I'm going to pause this thing and I will come back. Yeah. Nice. Right? All right. We're back. And yeah, thanks for waiting. So, apparently, um, what are you gonna say? Yeah, so I had a question for Justin, and it's because he's studying psychology. So, first off, I'm going to find insanity before I ask this question. Because really, that's a legal term now, I'm not even a medical term. Um, anyway, so our definition of insanity is going to be a bad relationship with reality. Yeah. You don't think gravity's down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rocks aren't hard. Mm-hmm. You know, glass isn't sharp. Exactly. Like ice isn't cold. Just like a full relationship. Yeah. And it, can't, it doesn't have to be so obvious with that. It's just subtle. But yeah, so my question is do you think humans share insanity? Like, do you think that there's like things that people are absolutely crazy about? that have nothing to do with reality, but that all of us just believe. I don't want to sound too condescending, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say religion. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> because no, and again, I'm going to say that, because there are people who believe some things, yeah. but don't necessarily practice it. Yeah, right. Just like believe in a god so they can feel comfortable and never church talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Or it's like my grandfather, who if you listen, if you heard, you know, the last episode, I mean, the, the episode I made with him, you know, how he goes, you know, he rather live his life thinking there is one, yeah. but to get then get there and there's none, then live, his old, then live his whole life in misery, knowing there's none, and be like, oh shit, then what's my life? Then my life is meaningless then. So essentially, yeah. it's something to hope for, right? I mean, I don't know about all that. But then, <laughs> but then at a point, another thing that, that I found interesting in the movie Souls they made mm-hmm. was that they had this uh, concept of lost souls, yeah. which was essentially people trapped in their passion, mm-hmm. but live nothing else but that. So they so ate, they they ate, breathed, br- they they would eat, sleeping and dreaming, well, whatever their passions were, to the point where they became this big, huge monster, and they were like just wandering the soul world, you know, soullessly. <laughs> Sounds pretty fun, honestly. Um, I'm down for that. <laughs> How can I get some of that? <laughs> Watch the movie, you'll see what I mean. Alright. <laughs> so, back to you, back to the answer. Um, do you think that we collectively share a type of insanity and that would also be, I guess, the pursuit of, our, of one's passion? 
because in that movie they portrayed that if you keep if you portray your passion too much to a point where you forget to live yeah that's where you became that's where you become this big huge blob of you and you're just like there like uh, you, you just you're not you're not paying attention you're not doing anything you're just there as a, you're just there well, not really yeah. doing much if that makes sense yeah i get you i got a couple of interesting concepts One of them has to do with what your grandpa said. Yeah. And right, like, because here's the thing: he was making a perspective-based remark, mm-hmm. where like he would feel like this is the real me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's wrong, and that no. he doesn't feel the way he says he feels. Yeah. Because I bet you he does. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying in the movie, that's what's saying. You don't need meaning in life to be happy in life. Yeah. And you don't need a god in life to have meaning. Yeah, that's why you create your own. Yeah, no, that's not only that. <laughs> By definition of all of these religions, like you can't have mm-hmm. He's this infinite thing, it's just a faith thing. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to have faith that he's real mm-hmm. and that he wants you to do this specific shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When there's no way to tell you. True. And I don't even really much believe in other just people what do everything for the book they listen to essentially tell them to do. Mm-hmm. Like sure, that could work for them, but that really you're not living your life the way you want to because you're afraid of something that you literally by definition of your own religion cannot know will happen after your novel life I would say like you're literally using your whole life against you like you're using your whole life to do some shit that you didn't give a crap about you did like it didn't bring you any joy maybe it did but it didn't necessarily you know what I mean for something you don't even know. Okay. And I can't see, like, if there is a God, I can't see a God justifying making so many of his subjects unhappy for something that he created them to be incapable of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't see that him being happy with that. True. And on that, I don't know if you had another comment, but I was going to have to say yeah. on what you said. Yeah. Because it reminds me, and I think she'll be pretty happy if I say this. Yeah. Margaret made me realize something. God isn't what we think he is, because he made mistakes. Well, maybe. <laughs> right? No, he, well, first of all, he did. Well, I mean, maybe. The point is, the point I was going to say is that she told me that um, if it came, like, religiously speaking, or Catholic especially, yeah. if they, you know, they disregard science completely. Something, yeah. Right. So, if it came to the choice of a baby dying... Or being saved by a surgery, mm-hmm. they would rather have the baby die, yeah. and then you know, God give them another child, mm. right? Which is which we know what that is. So, yeah. meaning that if you know, if we say God created you know all beings, and apparently all perfect in His image, since He's somehow perfect, <laughs> then there should be no mistakes. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Remember our whole thing about like God's looking for experience? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he probably divided himself into everything. Right. Into everything. Mm-hmm. Just divided himself into all these little bits. Mm-hmm. Divided himself into all these little tables and atoms and humans and whatnot. 
Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. We think that our human perspective is perfect. Is what perfect. Sure. If this being is looking to gain all experiences, mm-hmm. then his plan is perfect. True. Because he's gonna experience everything. Right. Like, doesn't look great for us. Mm-hmm. If we're down here having some people kill babies mm-hmm. because of religion and other people kill babies because of science. Yeah. You know what I mean? The babies are dying. That's, that's the point. God needs to be that baby and die. Right. For no reason. And be the person who the baby and all that kind of stuff. Right. So like, experience. We don't experience the baby. Because our goals and God's goals aren't the same. Right. And so that like we're imperfect because we're not a complete version of him. Yeah. He's a complete version of him. So it's perfect for him. Yeah. Maybe not so much for us. Right. <laughs> See? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interest. Well, that's just, of course, my opinion. Well, everyone's allowed to their opinion. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to point out that I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just saying that was my thoughts on it. <laughs> anyway, and so back to the thing that you were saying about pursuing your passion. Right. Fully yeah. being a uh, form of insanity. Yeah. I think you're right to some degree. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if your goal is to pursue your passion mm-hmm. and you don't do anything else, yeah. then you're not doing the basic necessary to sustain your life. Yeah. Meaning that you'll never be able to do Exactly. So that's kind of the same because it lacks a good relationship with reality. Like yes. you're thinking, oh just not eating or drinking or sleeping properly and just solely doing this one thing is gonna give it to you. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna live. You're gonna survive yeah. long enough to see it happen. So it's bare minimum you gotta be doing things like maintaining your mental health, physical mm-hmm. health, you know, acquiring enough money to get resources for food and mm-hmm. water and shit. Yeah. Loki, the perfect example is the saying that goes, science never sleeps. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> because, check, <Yeah. laughs> like, you, you get my point, right? Because mm-hmm. like you said, you know, um, if essentially, let's say physical science, mm-hmm. right, is the aspect of building something or making equations or Whatever, whatnot it is. It's all of reality that doesn't exist in our head. Exactly. And to that, we are in a part of that. So we're creating that. Therefore, we could put as much time and effort into that as we physically can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Without sleeping. Yeah. And then, when it comes... So basically, as long as we're okay, mm-hmm. as long as we are putting time into that, mm-hmm. that will survive. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So we could, you know, we could spend 10 hours on yeah. that mm-hmm. without doing anything. Just yeah. do that one thing. Yeah. Versus, and then if we, you know, let go of our physical, mental, all the, all the type of health possible. Mm-hmm. And then that's when our, I guess, productivity is going to just shoot Strong. down. Yeah, shoot yeah. down. And then, well, we're not going to be happy with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, for some reason, push more. Which does not make sense. It's insane. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's insane. counterproductive and you're smart enough to know it's counterproductive. But you still do it. You do it. Yeah, you still do yeah. it because you're looking at it be like, if I succeed at that, I'll mm-hmm. be happy. Exactly. And like, people not like work. looking for happiness in external places is also a form of insanity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no amount of uh-huh. money or anything else is going to make you happy. Like, happiness is a journey within yourself. That's another thing I'm gonna use. 
Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, I'm not to say that money can't help. Because, yeah. for example, no, no, if no. you've got enough money to you know, have to work day in life, mm-hmm. then you can just devote all of your waking hours to finding things that make you happy. True. And then spending some of that money to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, money, if used properly, can be a tool to attain happiness. Yes. But ultimately, money will just facilitate a journey that happens within yourself. Damn. I like that. I, I like that. that. No, that's actually nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's actually really nice. Um. Now I completely agree with that. Mm. And there's mm. also the fact that um, I'm actually going to use something that you told me. Mm-hmm. Remember how you're talking about internal world problems? Like, if you're not okay within yourself, mm-hmm. you can't possibly make a better world out there. No, exactly. Like, fundamentally, like you could make any system work. Yeah. Like a government, if you're okay. If everyone's like doing okay mentally. Yeah. Like if there's a lack of crazy and trauma, then you could like, like imagine if, if like dictatorship. We all hate that word. It's a dirty word, right? It's a dick. <laughs> yeah. It's a dictator. Yeah. So you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, hmm. yeah. So I was gonna tell you something that I think is a is an insanity that we all share. All right. All right. And I'm gonna qualify this statement by saying there is goodness. Like there is things that genuinely benefit a lot of people and make mm-hmm. many people feel very good about themselves. Is mm-hmm. Like avoiding hardship and whatnot. Uh huh. But um, I'm talking about like. It's kind of the difference between spirituality and religion. You know what I mean? Yeah. But spirituality is just thinking like, no, there's things bigger than this. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm like, just being okay with the fact that you don't maybe know all of them. Mm-hmm. But you're not like living in some physical world. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what spiritualism is, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And then religious things are like, oh, you know, this one book that was written, this great book, this has to do what's in it. And the, the magic man who lives in the giant castle down the street and sits on a throne. Throne. Where's that weird neck thing? Is right by there. Well, here's you know a I mean? yeah, yeah. Here's a visual picture I have for you. Yeah. Of those two things. Picture a goldfish in a in um in a, in a aquarium. Yeah. yeah. Bowl of aquarium. And then picture another goldfish in the ocean. Mm. That would basically be religion, mm-hmm. the bowl, and the fish inside the bowl. Everything that's yeah. in that bowl is his perspective of reality. Yeah. And then the fish in the aquarium yeah. knows that he's in... No, no, the fish that's in the ocean yeah. knows that he's a fish in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Knows that he could go whichever way he chooses to yeah. be. But also knows that whichever way he chooses, yeah. it'll be infinite in whichever way he decides to go. Exactly, yeah. So, and I like that analogy too because there's a certain another layer to that, yeah. which is that the fish in the bowl is safe, but facts, but isn't free. Facts. So religion is versus spirituality is kind of security versus freedom. Like that goldfish could get eaten by a goddamn shark, but it yeah. could also go infinitely in whatever direction it wants to. True. Right. You know, the goldfish could find more food than it can ever possibly eat, but it could also starve to Right. The goldfish in the bowl. No sharks, and exactly the amount of food it needs. 
Well, it's not. Well, but it can only go within this one foot radius. Yeah. Where it's supposed to be. So that, that's another good thing. But anyway, so back to the thing, because I didn't want to end up talking about religion. I can't more about that. Um, <laughs> so I think morality as a structure is kind of in the Mm-hmm. You know, like a bond to get public health care yes. and not die because of it. Luckily. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. You know what I mean? It's I'm down with that. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, so then there's these moral systems. Like, and my favorite example of why that's maybe a little bit crazy is like, it only exists relative to your feelings. Right. Which we already discussed, feelings are innately subjective. Yeah. Right? So, like, uh, my favorite example is a headhunter tribe. A what? A headhunter tribe. Okay. Like a tribe of natives. Okay. Who hunt kids and then spend kids. Oh, okay. Right? That's a thing that happens, right? Okay. And their, like, some of their merit system, mm-hmm. rank, mm-hmm. power, is based on how many hunted heads they collect. So, if, like, now, if I walked around with a bunch of decapitated human heads on me, Everyone would be like, holy shit, that man's insane. I'm gonna call the police. Right. Because he's evil. Mm-hmm. Right. But back then. It's not even back then. It's in that specific tribe, yeah. even today, because there's probably still some out there, some undiscovered part somewhere. If my brother had killed 14 people mm-hmm. and had their heads on him, like like on a belt or something, yeah. and I had seven, I'd be like, damn, I wish I was my brother. Right. I wish yeah. I had killed those seven extra people. Right. And their feeling is the same. Yeah. Like the feeling of more like they feel like they'd be better people. They had decapitated people. Yeah, essentially because of guys. Okay. Sort of thing. Yeah. And then <laughs> we kind of have the reverse thing. Where we feel better that we didn't decapitate people. Right? And I obviously know which one I prefer. But that's kind of subjective, right? Because that's what I was taught. Yeah. Right? And so that's my big example of why like there's so many diverse like we act like it's an objective thing like you did this you're bad no but like you go somewhere else in the world that's fine it's like the Heinz dilemma yeah you know that Heinz dilemma thing in psychology no okay so basically it's a okay let's it's dark or well we're still outside it's dark Mm -hmm. so picture that we're in um guess we're in I forget what year it was in probably 17 something yeah like it's in a pharmacy mm-hmm. uh, the pharmacy the pharmacy guy is about to close and your mom's dying of cancer mm-hmm. okay pharmacy's closed your mom's dying of cancer the only place that you could go to cheer your mom's cancer is drugs? yeah however you have no money oh. so you have to either are you gonna A mm-hmm break in there, steal, <laughs> know it's bad, but your mom's safe. Yeah. Are you gonna be, try to find a negotiation with the dude saying that, hey, my I only, about to die. my mom's about to die, can, can you like help me out type of thing, yeah. which you probably won't do. Yeah. Or C, let your mom die. And, um, you know, there's obviously different levels to that. And I mean, but yeah. it's kind of like that, like, whichever one you do, you either seem as good or seem as bad or seem as... Whatever by some... Whatever by some... Exactly. Yeah. And, like, uh, here's my example of this. Because that's a good example where it's, like, 
Oh, no, it's an actual like, thing. It's an yeah, actual I know. Thing. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Right? It depends on where you are. Your mom, like, mm-hmm. what you think of. Yeah. If you actually like your mom, uh-huh. and I would personally suggest you breaking into the goddamn store. Uh-huh. Because, like, you know, you could make a whole bunch of more, like, like, there's so many philosophical debates. Like, I don't know, because, like, some people say, so long as you do, if you act within your power as what you know is right, then you're in the right. So that would involve not breaking into the store. Yeah. Because you don't have any power over whether your mom lives or dies. Actually, you have power over yourself, and you either can or cannot break into the store. Which will influence if she dies or lives. It will, but it's indirect. So like, right. these people say, like, it's not my fault that my mother dies mm-hmm. because I didn't give her cancer and I didn't lock the damn door in the pharmacy. Sure. But okay. it's wrong for me to break in. Therefore, I won't do it because that's in my power. Right. There okay. are other people uh, who believe that the result, mm-hmm. like creating the maximum good, regardless of what steps you take, is yeah. right. Those people would say, Breaking into the store kills no one and puts the store guy down like what, 40 bucks for the medicine. Yeah. But saves a lot. The good outweighs the bad, therefore you should save your mother. Yes. There are other people who we'll say, say the opposite. No, there are other people who say, fuck what you have to do yes. to save your mom. She's your mom, you protect her. If yes. you don't, then you're a coward and your mom's wrong. True. Right? And then there are even other people who say that you, to be good, have to have faith in the moral goodness of others. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you have to trust the store clerk to do what's right and save your mom. And so you're going to waste all that kind of asking. See, but like, here's my point. Mm-hmm. What do you want? Fuck all that philosophical shit. What do you want? Do you want your mom to live? Do you not want your mom to live? Yeah. You know, like, that's, like, what do you want? Then get it. Yeah. That's my personal argument. But of course, again, in most cases, with most people who aren't evil, <laughs> that will lead to good things happening, like mothers being saved from cancer. Yes. However, if you're a little bit uh, less morally inclined, that will lead to dead people. Yes. <laughs> right? So there's cost to be paid for everything. No. You know, like, there's no perfect system because there's not perfect people. <laughs> yeah, how could we build a perfect system on imperfect people? And here's another thing, too. Just a different example. It's like you know the train track thing. Yes. Yeah. So like. Yeah, that's the same thing. On yeah. one track, there's one. five people die. Yes. And on the other track, there's one. Correct. The train's gonna hit the five people. Yeah. But on the other track, there's one. And if you change it to save those five people, you're the one who killed that one person. Yeah. Right. What do you do? In this scenario, an amoral person will be. Having more moral results. Because, mm-hmm. of course, under my assumption that the term of morality is a false consent, there is not The goal of morality being to achieve quote unquote good things. Mm-hmm. Like the amoral person will do that better than the spirit. Right. The moral person might change it, like switch it, and then feel awful, which would negate the purpose because morality, again, exists on which you're feeling. Right. So then they will have done something. Or they'll do nothing out of cowardice and then feel bad about it, which then again, because your morality as a person is turned based on how you feel about it. Right. right. So then they'll feel bad on the The amoral person will probably say, This is not my responsibility. I didn't tie them to a track. I didn't invent trains. 
yeah. And so then they don't feel bad because they feel like what they do is right. Mm-hmm. And then what happens happens regardless. Or maybe they say, hey, I could save five lives versus one. And my goal, for whatever reason, without morality, is to save lives. Yeah. Therefore, they switch the track, feel like they saved five lives, they're the hero. Yeah, which makes sense. Right? So, like, in, like, in some cases, classical morality leads to immoralism. Like, in that case, like, where the, the person who adheres to conventional morality winding up being while the person who doesn't winds up not being evil. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not again, and like we said with the whole um, pursuit of passions thing, it's counterproductive and the note of the Which, again, kind of indicates the whole relationship with reality. Yeah, so nice, nice question. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. Nice, nice. That makes sense. Everybody, that was it for tonight. Thank you, Jesse. Um, make I know I've been talking a lot. Um, still listen if you feel like it. So, go to Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, all those fun places. Also, 